Welcome in to episode 2 of the section 121 podcast where we're going to start off on some sour news. Colorado Rockies legend number 2 Troy Tulowitzki has officially announced his retirement. Um, in my opinion his career didn't go the way it should have. Um, injuries really plagued his career. Um, it's really sad to see him uh, leave the game. Um, as a Rockies fan, I will always thank him for what he did, what he will continue to do, and what he will do in the future for this franchise. Um, let's go ahead and get straight into episode two. For the Colorado Rockies, July is finally coming to an end. It's been an awful month. They have been 3-16 and 16 since the University of Nebraska night. And whether or not you want to blame the University of Nebraska for this uh, slump, which is, of course, a joke. Um, the only thing that isn't a joke is that this team has to get better. This team has the potential to compete every single year with guys named Nolan Arenado, who deserves a ring, Trevor Story, who is going to win a batting title one day, or a home run title, Charlie Blackman, who also deserves a ring, David Dahl, who is going to be, who's going to probably win a batting title. Um, you know, you've got guys like that who deserve to win. But the starting pitching is so inconsistent that they can't. The defense can't just win us games. There has to be something backing it. There needs to be run support. You know. The occasional great start that Armon Marquez, John Gray, you know, guys like that have, have no run support. It's like we're either getting a ton of runs on offense and the pitching is atrocious and we're giving up just as many runs, or we're pitching great and we can't find the bat. So moves need to be made you make this team better and if you're going to have to trade away some big name prospects like a Tyler Nevin like a Nicholas Castellani oh my god that was really hard for me to say and I have no idea why if it means trading away those big named prospects then let's do it because the time to win is now the window is open and why should we just be slamming it right back shut Let's make some moves. Let's bring in some solid defensive guys for the outfield. Let's bring in some depth for the outfield. Because right now we've only got four four or five guys that can play in the outfield. You know, and that's considering Garrett Hampson, who we know is not a natural outfielder. He's a natural second baseman. He's a natural middle infielder. You know, I'd like to see them call up Sam Hilliard. Charlie needs more days off. He's not a chicken, fresh chicken anymore. He's lost a step. He's a lot slower. His defense is awful, which is why he moved to right field. He's got less ground to cover, and it's a fairly slow trafficked area. But the main thing is we need a starting pitcher. And calling up Peter Lambert, that's great and all. He's pitched well. But one guy isn't going to help. 
You know, we need to bring in somebody else to really support Armand Marquez and John Gray. You know, if this, I, I'm telling you right now, if this was year three, let's say we skipped ahead two more years, and this was the third year of Nolan's contract, where he gets the player option, I'm 80% sure he would opt out. No one's only going to be here as long as we're competing. And if we aren't competing, then why should he stay? Nolan Arenado is the best third baseman in the game. Offensively, maybe, probably not. You know, he's slumped a lot here recently. But defensively, he's the best third baseman in the game. He can play anywhere in the MLB. And not very many guys can say that. He could go anywhere in the MLB and automatically make that team 2,000% better. I'm telling you right now, he deserves a ring. If Nolan can't get an, at least an NL West ring, he's going he's gonna to leave. That's just like, you know, Mike Trout. He deserves a ring. Mike Trout is the best player in the league. And yeah, he signed the 13-year contract for all that money, but it's because he believes that they can compete. No one signed that eight-year deal for $260 million because he believes the Colorado Rockies can compete. And if we aren't going to compete, I don't blame him if he leaves. Nolan Arenado is the best player on this team. Nolan Arenado is the best third baseman in the world. Nolan Arenado deserves a ring. So let's bring in some pieces that are going to get him that ring. You know, all this talk in the offseason comes from what will the Colorado Rockies do? And you know, Jeff Breidich believes that our homegrown talent is good enough that we don't have to make any moves. And while that might be right in some areas, we can't let these old players hold down the young players. You know, if we keep fielding Daniel Murphy, who is the worst defensive first baseman on the team, we're going to have problems. Daniel Murphy cannot play first base at an elite level. He's an amateur first baseman. He's got a great bat. Don't get me wrong. Great offensively. But his defense weighs down what he's doing. You know, we talk about bringing in Jose Abreu pretty much every offseason. Jose Abreu won't do anything else. All he'll bring in is a right-handed bat and be just as bad defensively. Well, he might be a little bit better defensively than Daniel Murphy, but you know what I'm saying. You know, I think the best two players that would help this team are a Nomar Mazzara, or a Nicholas Castellanos. Why is it the C names hurt my brain? Nicholas Castellanos from the Detroit Tigers. And I honestly believe we could get him for either one of those players. For Daniel Murphy, Brian Shaw. Like a package with Daniel Murphy and a relief pitcher. Daniel Murphy would be a great designated hitter. But the question is... Is Jeff Breidich just going to let his contract run out? So he'd be stuck with him next year, too. 
or is he going to make a move before the deadline? You know, the deadline ends next Wednesday. And if you're a Rockies fan, you've got to be begging Jeff Breidich to make a move. Starting pitcher, first baseman, something. Something to help this team, man. You know, another middle infielder wouldn't hurt either. You know, we lose Brendan Rodgers for the year. And let's say we do get rid of Daniel Murphy and bring in a starting pitcher. That ultimately will probably lead to uh, Ryan McMahon moving to first base. Then we're stuck. Then we have Garrett Hampson at second, and we can call it Pat Vileka. But the rumors are, there are rumors saying Pat Vileka will be designated for assignment to select the contract of Brian Mundell. And if that happens, hell yeah, I'm down for it. But we need to make a decision quick so we're not stuck, you know, in August going, oh crap, what are we going to do? This team, we shouldn't throw in the towel in this year. I mean, we've seen this team win a bunch of games in a row. I couldn't tell you the exact amount of games. I'm not that smart. But this team deserves to compete. And I think, I honestly think it's going to take parting ways with some fan favorites to, to compete. You know, if that means trading Charlie Blackman, which is a very slim chance, trading Charlie Blackman for a, a starting pitcher, a closing pitcher, a couple bullpen guys, whatever it's going to take. I don't like seeing this team not compete. I don't like seeing us under 500. This, there's no reason this team should be under 500. You've got Nolan Arenado, the best third baseman in the game. You've got Trevor Story, the best hitting shortstop in the game. You've got Ryan McMahon, who has shown flashes of what he can do. You've got David Dahl, who's going to win a batting title someday. You've got Ian Desmond, who's shown improvement. You've got Charlie Blackman, who's Charlie Blackman. You've got Tony Walters, who's become the best, one of the best hitting catchers in the game. You've got Chris Iannetta, who's a great player, offensively and defensively. This team deserves more than what they're getting. And I know that nobody wants to part ways with a Charlie Blackman, a Rymel Tapia. But the thing is, is if we keep sticking with the players of the past... We'll never move on to competing in the future. And I believe that if Jeff, if Jeffrey Breidich does not make a move at the trade deadline, which he has the past two years, you know, last year we saw in, we saw O come in at the trade deadline. I believe that we should be furious. It means he's going to give up, and he's basically giving up on this team. Because not only is do moves need to be made for the rest of the 2019 season, moves need to be made for the 2020 season. So let's get let's get moving on some moves.
that'll pretty much do it for this podcast. You know, there's not much I can talk about um, other than being frustrated with this team. Um, But next Wednesday, uh, July 31st, the trade deadline day, I will be live recording my podcast live at Coors Field as we play the Los Angeles Dodgers. I won't be sitting in section 121. Unfortunately not. I will be sitting in section 153 in row 2, which is the left field. Sort of middle left field. Maybe I'll catch a home run ball. Who knows? But I'll be going over some of the trade deadline moves that have happened throughout the day. Going over some of the trades that have happened. And we will um, we'll try to get uh, enough content for you guys out. I know these podcasts are kind of short. Um, as we go get closer to the off season and more stuff happens, um, we'll be able to really get some longer podcasts out. But I really do appreciate any of you that stop by and listen. Um, it really does mean a lot to me. And uh, remember, be your absolute best. Uh, talk to you guys later.